Welcome to the podcast where Mercury is always in retrograde. Liz, this is the last episode of 2020. And we, we made it. We That's literally insane. We've been doing this podcast for close to a Isn't year. fucking wild, dog? Isn't that... That's literally mm. crazy. I think I think the craziest thing about that to me is that one day we were like, hey, want to do a podcast? And you, you were like, hey, want to do a podcast? And then I was like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds fun. And we really stuck it out. We really, Liz, we really did it. This podcast has now outlasted every relationship that I've ever had. Like, I've never had a relationship oh last more than a year. And this podcast is about to outlive <laughs> that. Interesting. Anyway. <laughs> That's just interesting. <laughs> I, I was struck with that realization as soon as I said we're approaching a year. And I remember um, my ex said that. And then I was like, let's break up. So anyway, thanks for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. And um, I guess as a celebration or uh, whatever of it being a whole year, I thought that it would be great to kind of do a year in review a la like Spotify style where we just kind of spitball some shit that we have kind of experienced this year. And just be like, hey, here's a highlight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... It, I wish I wish yeah. there was a year in review for more things. Like, I would love to see my year in review in re- regards to my Netflix viewing history. Like, you dropped off the planet oh, despite yeah. having a Netflix subscription from May to september like what was up with that you kept paying for netflix but you did not watch a single fucking thing and i could just be like ah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, i don't know what happened i don't know what to tell you I, I watched one thing and then i was like i'll just keep paying for netflix i guess but not watch a single thing yeah um i'm excited goodreads kind of does a year in review but you have to like wait till the year is over oh interesting um and it like posts like the longest book you read the shortest book you read the highest book the most popular book you read the least popular book you read and i'm just like so excited to see my stats like i'm so curious so here's my thing right like for spotify they consolidate all your data from i'm guessing january until i heard october um and then or at least until November, I know. And then they give you your year in review, right? Because they have to consolidate everything, whatever, right. run the numbers. Um, my question is, like, so does that make December, like, a month where nothing I do counts? I've heard that December is a I, That is really good to know. That is so good to know, actually. So listen, listen to the wildest shit in December. And Spotify will okay, never Okay, thank you. That I have been doing that, and I was like, this isn't going to reflect, right? So, um, if you see my Spotify history, no, you didn't. <laughs> Stop looking. <laughs> look away. I will not put myself on private session. I need you to look away. <laughs> um, anyway... Yeah. What, 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 what? No, 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 no. No, no, I was going to say this. I was going to say that this year was fucking <laughs> This year was fucking insane. Uh, yeah. And then I'm just proud we got through it. I'm just proud that, like, we almost got We're almost there. there. We, we're almost, we almost made it. Barely. We, uh, if you're, if you're holding <laughs> out, just keep, keep holding through. And when we get to 2021, just don't fucking touch anything, okay? We need this year to go as smoothly. I don't I don't want any kind of, like, miracles to happen. I just want things to just not happen. I want things to stop happening. Thanks. I want the quietest year <laughs> of my life. Absolutely. Year. I don't want anything to fucking happen. Bro, for real? I'm sick of shit 
happening. Headlines keep coming out. I'm much. tired of it. I'm tired of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you had yeah. enough? Um. <laughs> Aren't you tired of doing shit? Every day we have to wake up and be alive. um so anyway in in the structure of this review that i have come up with about mm, i would say about half an hour ago is uh i have (laughs) i have drafted a couple of questions um and we can answer them uh or not answer all of them but i feel like this would this would be a good way to like summarize some of the things that have happened this year and i think i'm i personally am going to try and keep it on a positive note um because uh i think that listening to us complain about shit would be just absolutely unlistenable (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think so um i'm gonna start with a highlight from this year uh and this is i'm gonna i'm gonna try and break up if i feel like things are going a little too south i'm just gonna say like a highlight for my year and just maybe try and name something fun (laughs) or something nice that happened despite everything that has happened this year um but one highlight from this year is uh uh i did get into Animal Crossing and it has become a, a trend like that was uh, something that I, I fucking loved I cannot believe how much I, I loved Animal Crossing considering I've never played an Animal Crossing game before and then I just got it because everyone else was getting yeah. it and I was like I have a Switch I might as well like I feel like I had maybe a couple of solid Switch games and then that was pretty much it so it, I really wanted to make it worth it and boy howdy was it worth it Boy, howdy, I just, I threw the first 300 hours in, probably from March uh, through June. (laughs) Yeah, you really embraced it entirely. Um, I remember, this is so funny, because I was like, what was I looking at? I was looking at, literally today, I was on the um, retrograde Mm -hmm. Instagram, and we have like a highlight reel called memes, and I was like, huh what is this so i was like clicking and like watching through them and i was like oh these are so funny i love us whatever we're so funny and there i think it was an audio clip that was like or no it was like a picture and it was like aaron having absolutely no idea about anything about animal crossing yet doing a whole episode (laughs) on it and i i looked at that and i was like huh yeah she really had no idea about anything that had anything to do with animal crossing like you really came into this game not having played any of the previous ones you had like kind of a general understanding of what it was but like you weren't super versed nope, in not it at all. right and like yeah i remember when it came out like we were just on it yeah. constantly yeah that was a big that was a big thing we would like go to each other's islands or even just like play concurrently like uh, not be on each other's islands, yeah. but like sit on a voice chat, like sit on Discord in the voice call, just being like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Uh, <laughs> right. That was so fucking fun. Yeah, I think this year, um, I think just in regards to Animal Crossing, it was really exciting, like as someone who has been obsessed with it for literally most of her <laughs> life like having a new game out was like really exciting and like seeing what they did with Mm -hmm. this new game on the switch was really exciting but i think like this year in general in terms of like gaming and like gaming with friends it was really different and the pandemic and like having to stay socially distant Mm -hmm. and quarantine and like not being able to see your friends like really created an opportunity where like playing online with your friends was something that was really important at least to me um and like being able to like sit on a voice chat with like you or shireen or like you ann and deirdre like playing Mm -hmm. animal crossing and then when among us got really big like we were playing among us really often um and then like even now with us and like our minecraft server like i feel like if we were seeing each other in person like 
never in our lives would we have created this Minecraft 100%. and like logged however many hours into <laughs> Minecraft than we have. Yeah. You know? I actually, that pretty much explains probably why we haven't played Minecraft up until this point because, like, although we've tried to have a server together, although we've tried to play together, the problem is that, like, we. <laughs> unfortunately are good friends in real life and so we can just like hang out together and then like I get my fill like the you know the sims where you, you have like a social bar mine gets filled up and I'm like alright yep. I'm pooped out I, I need to to not spend time <laughs> with other people and that like constantly seeing each other um, like Shireen and just like all my friends in general has made me like very much like okay well gaming is like a personal thing like I, I will play games on my own and maybe like I'll play with a couple of friends right. online but uh, it really became like okay I, I, I don't know when I'm gonna see Liz but this is as close to seeing Liz that I will ever get is just looking at her her Minecraft <laughs> avatar character and just like watching her beat my ass is gonna be as close as possible. I was gonna say like <laughs> smack the shit out of you with my bare hands on Minecraft. Bare hands? You will throw a fishing rod at me. You'll fucking hit me with your <laughs> flaming arrow. Uh, what's uh, this bitch making herself yeah. sound like she's fucking a pacifist in Minecraft when really she's the most belligerent fucking player <laughs> in the entire game? <laughs> sometimes I just smack you out of my Sometimes. Like sometimes you're feeling <laughs> a little bit merciful somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you walk around with no armor on, so like what else am I supposed to do? My, we have mending on everything, but my armor just. <laughs> sucks up all that fucking exp what am I, what else am i supposed to do oh yeah i think also like when i see you in person um we do other things like there are other yeah, things like, that we do. will be at a concert you know? or going to a restaurant like, or socialize dancing at a bar right like there was never I, yeah, like, I don't think if we were still seeing each other in person, there would have never been an opportunity where, like, the two of us would sit down with our Switch and be like, oh, do you want to play Minecraft? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we would be like, oh, do you want to drink Do you want to go to this event that's happening? That's the other thing. It's not like it's New York, so shit, is, shit was constantly popping. Like... Oh my god, it was constantly I feel... I, I look back on my Google Calendar, which like used to just be full of shit every fucking week every fucking weekend uh weekdays i'd go to happy hours and try different happy hours at different bars and like just the sheer emptiness that my google calendar has taken on <sighs> yeah it it's kind of crazy because like even looking back last year like up until february it was like i had an event yeah. every week like i was like oh i have a concert this week and then like next week like i'm seeing train for dinner mm -hmm. and like now i don't even look at my calendar <laughs> bro i'm like there's nothing to see here uh anyway what's a highlight from this year something good that happened to you despite all the fucking madness that has happened liz um something good that happened to me this year um, I think something that is really notable is um, how I, like, was able to spend time and, like, focus on, like, my craft that I love to do. Um, True. Because, like, yeah, like, I was big into embroidery, like, before this, all this mm -hmm. shit happened. Um, and I, like, lost my job last year and um i like bought a loom and like had a couple skeins of yarn and i was like oh, i'm gonna start mm -hmm. weaving and like i wasn't really focused on it but once all the shit started happening i kind of buckled down and like was able to focus on like putting together an mm -hmm. etsy store and like i learned how to crochet and just like being able to like you know take what's mm -hmm. available to me and the time the free time that everyone has and like use it to 
make shit that I enjoy making. Dude, it looks so good. And also, like, learning learning how to, like, market my stuff as well. Like, put it on, like, Instagram and Etsy and be like, hey, please buy my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, dude, your shit looks so good. This... I, I, I deadass cried. You sent me this, um, the package for Christmas. I, I know that I had, like, asked also for a gift for my mom, which, um, all of it came out so fucking good. Like, I'm looking at these crocheted stuffed animals and they are all so adorable (laughs) they are so well made they are so fucking cute i i cry myself to sleep just looking at these wonderful creatures (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i think it's pretty it is really crazy how quickly i learned how to crochet and like how quickly i learned how to like read patterns and be able to like crochet those little babies it's so nice like um so my my grandmother passed away in april which was very sad and hard but uh the good the bright side of well i guess there is no bright side but <laughs> the moral of the story is that she has a ton of yarn she was a big crocheter big knitter um in which i inherited pretty much all of it um which then kind of prompted me to be like oh i should learn how to crochet or knit and so i decided to start with crochet because like that's what she was really into and like i had kind of learned how to crochet when i was little Mm -hmm. um which this is a pretty this is a pretty funny story i was i think i was around eight or nine and i was like i want to learn how to crochet and so my grandma gave me this ball of yarn and a crochet hook and was like taught me how to make a basic (laughs) chain and she's like okay this is how you make a chain so like chain 20 and then come back to me and i'll i'll teach you more and so we were we were going on vacation and we were like have we had a long car ride ahead of us and so i was like i'm gonna crochet on this car ride and i literally like crocheted the entire ball of chain. it was like literally a 12 chain. and i was like so proud of myself i was like oh my god i'm crocheting so then I got home and I was like, hey, look, I need this. And my grandma was like, uh-huh, well, this isn't, this isn't necessarily how you do this. Um, we should actually pull all this out and I'll teach you the next step. And I was like, what do you mean there's a next step? Like, what do you mean crochet is not just a single chain? I'm obsessed with the idea of just like one ball of yarn turned into a single chain and nothing else. <laughs> I really thought I did something. I really thought that I was like crocheting. I was like, oh, look at me, I'm a crocheter. Um, but like after that, I was like, Ugh, I'm never crocheting again. Forget it. Uh, and then we were like cleaning out our house, and I was like getting all this yarn, and I was like, Oh, there's no way I can use all this yarn, like weaving. Like, what the hell? Like, there's no way I could possibly ever right. make a dent in this. So then I was like, Okay, I guess I'll learn how to crochet. And I remember picking it up and like making the worst swatch I have ever seen in my life. Like it was so bad. Like the the rows were not even consistent. Like it like got small. Oh. <laughs> I was just like because it was too tight. On? Um. It was yeah. Like my stitches were too tight and like I wasn't counting. Like with crochet, mm-hmm. you have to like count um, the number of stitches to like make sure it's consistent. And I literally wasn't even counting. And, like, I didn't even know the basics of, like, turning to, like, do the next row. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all the shit that I was making, like, looked like absolute ass. <laughs> and then I just kind of, like, buckled down and, like, spent the time that I had to, like, learn mm-hmm. how to actually do it. And I feel like within a month I was, like, making... I, like, crochet these little worms, which are just, like, fun. I and love stupid. them. And, like, they're sweet. They're just, like, so sweet. And so I was, like, within a month, like, crocheting that pattern. And, like, it's honestly a, a pretty, um, like, easy pattern. And it's also, like, has a lot of, like, um, basic, like, techniques that, like, you need to learn. Like, how to increase stitches right. and decrease stitches. I won't get into it because it's, like, kind of boring. But, like, it was good practice to, like, learn, like, how to actually read a pattern and to, like, know how to, like, count stitches and, like... Um, using stuffing and like making like stuffed animals Mm -hmm. and like what goes into making them um 
so yeah and now i think i'm pretty good at it which is kind of crazy considering i just started you know yeah i would say that these are really really nice like my mom taught me how to crochet when i was a kid and i know how to do basic stuff but to be honest like i've never actually taken the time to like really learn like uh at most i've made a coaster a bag or something um like some something really really simple um but like this this pig this pig dog it's like a pig with uh little floaties on his arms and he's got the most adorable pair of uh swim trunks on and i i just look at him and i'm like this is so fucking good it is so good it just combines a lot of different elements and like you can kind of tell that there are like you have to know both i i feel like these are ways that you use that like circle uh uh crocheting and like it all just kind of comes together that way but um it's it's just like more it's just a little bit more complex than uh, if you were to make, I don't know, a scarf out of crochet. <clears throat> but it's still, like, so fucking right, nice. Right. It, it, it came out so good, Liz. Like, I cannot stress this enough. Also, you uh, Liz also made a sack boy for me. Um, and I love him. And I also love the fact that you included the eyeballs that are uh, the child-proof ones. Like, the ones that can't be fucking swallowed <laughs> and i pointed that out to my yeah, i pointed that out to my brother i was like liz was kind enough to allow me uh give me the ones that you know are safe for babies and he fucking cried laughing um so yeah i can't have you chewing off and choking on the buttons you know <laughs> i'm crying i'm obsessed they're so good dude they're literally so good i'm, I'm so proud of you Thank you. Yeah, it was fun and exciting. And I think out of the worst thing to come out of 2020, that this is probably the best thing to branch hey. off of that, I guess. <laughs> hey. I, I was going to say, unfortunately, uh, my grandma passed like when I was in high school and I picked up two of her sewing machines. Yeah. I have two whole bags, like literal garbage bags of uh, string from her i have a jar of these wonderful buttons um so uh r.i.p grandma but also thanks for all the shit <laughs> i have been using them slowly yeah. over the years <laughs> yeah i yeah i did inherit a lot of yarn i i don't know how to cut through this string dude like i have so much fucking string i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but yeah, I think I have too much yarn that that I don't think I'll use <laughs> all of it in my entire lifetime. Um, and that stresses me out. <laughs> but it's it's being put to use and uh, it's like a nice memory. Yeah, that's so sweet. I love that. Um what let me let me ask one of my questions. Hold on. Um Okay, what is the, are there any quarantine trends that you tried? The roller skating, resin art making, you know, there were all these quarantine trends that I feel like happened. Were there any that you tried but did not actually, yeah. like, follow up on or go through with, but it was just, like, a fun thing to do while it was trending? Huh. Um, Yes. So I watched Tiger King, oh. which was like that documentary mm -hmm. that came out in the beginning of quarantine. Um, I was drinking that Dolgana coffee. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Literally oh. every fucking morning <laughs> of my life. I was drinking that constantly, but like, number one, it would always make me heart race. <laughs> like, it was just like way too much, like espresso powder i guess like i don't even know what i was using oh my god uh, i don't know like if it was the sheer amount of instant coffee that was like making my heart race but i would do that and then i would also like literally my stomach would be wrecked for like three hours after i drank it like i was so unwell. oh my god <laughs> um 
fucking dad. So, like, I still have a lot of that instant coffee, which, like, I don't... Oh, my God. But, yeah, we were really into that. And then, um, I'm trying to think what else. I think I wanted to make squinky dinks. You know the shrinky dinks? Oh, yeah. You know, where you, like, take pieces of plastic and draw on it. And so... I had pulled out like a bunch of like the plastic food mm-hmm. containers that you get like berries oh in and I like cut out the flat surfaces and I had this whole plan. I was like, I'm going to draw on them. I'm going to make earrings. Like I'm going to make keychains. It's going to be so yeah. fun. Um, and then I like put the plastic down in my room and <laughs> really recently I was cleaning and I found them like, <laughs> what, what is it? Six months later. Oh my God. <laughs> And I was like, oh shit, remember when we, remember we were doing this? <gasps> oh my god! Uh, oh my god. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, and I'm trying to remember, I think, I think that was pretty much it. I think I did, I, I did try a sourdough starter. Um, oh yeah, everyone was making bread. Yeah, everyone bread. was making bread. Uh, I tried to jump onto that train and I uh, did not catch it. It, um, I didn't feed it enough, so it, like, got to, it started separating, and I would just, I, so at one point I poured the liquid out, because I read somewhere that you could, but then I read another thing that was, like, you're supposed to mix it back in, because that's, I don't know, part of it, and it's just, like, hungry. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I fucked it up, and I, I just did, did not try it again. I didn't talk about it, because I didn't want to be, like... I'm gonna start baking. Like, shut up, <laughs> dumbass. That is. So but funny. I I did bake a lot, um, but not not sourdough. Yeah, you baked a ton. You always <laughs> bake a lot. There. That, that's the other thing. We cut all our, our all of our Christmas cookie recipes in half this year, and we still have too many cookies. Like, you, normally I give them out to my coworkers and my friends and. I and my neighbors, but I did I didn't do that because like obviously uh and just like we still have so many so many cookies. Oh my god. I we made we make a lot of cookies. Oh god, it's it's crazy. fucking wild. Um Wow. But yeah. Um and Anne and Deirdre both took up the roller skating. Oh right, yeah. And they are so fucking good at it. <laughs> Anne is like jumping. She's skating backwards. Oh damn! Um, like they were they were skating mm-hmm. out in the summer, um, when they were home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I you know I would come over and I'd hang out, whatever, and Anne would be like skating on the tennis courts. Oh, I also tried to play tennis. Like, oh my god, really? Tennis. Why didn't I know this? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, I don't know. So, like, yeah, Anne was like, yeah, there's a tennis court near me that I like to skate at. And I was like, oh, we should skate at, like, my tennis court, like, my high school's oh. tennis court. So we, like, went to my tennis court, and Anne was like, oh, this is so nice. So then I was like, oh, since we're at a tennis court, like, I might as well just bring a tennis racket and, like, hit the ball yeah. a little. And then I was like, oh, why am I actually kind of good at tennis? <laughs> I was like, uh, like it was. It's just fun. Tennis I is so fun, dude. Love I love fun. tennis. I used to play street tennis yeah. all the time. Oh, cute. So yeah. So my parents had like, um, they used to play together. So they had rackets. So I was like, was using my mom's, I think, and like I retaped. The nice. And like I got a bunch of new balls, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the tennis court all the time, and, like start hitting balls around. And that lasted for, like, probably two weeks, and then I was like, okay. <laughs> Wait, we should play tennis. I want to play a round of tennis with you. I love tennis. Oh, my God. I would literally love oh my to God. play tennis with you. I'm, like, I don't actually... There was, at one point, I knew how to, like, play an actual game of tennis. Like, what the lines mean and, like, how long you have to play. <laughs> but, like, I don't... I'm pretty sure, like, if I had a refresher, like, I would... I can refresh you, dude. I still remember everything. I I used to take tennis lessons. All I know is that... Oh, my God, you used to take tennis lessons? Yeah, so when I was a kid, uh, we went to the local, um... (laughs) 
I, I, I think it's the uh, JCL, and we would go uh, and get. I would get tennis lessons, and then in the winter when it would get really cold, they blow up the dome, and we would, we, oh, I would yeah. just sit in there and uh, get some tennis lessons as a as a elementary school kid, and then we moved, and I tried to get look for lessons. But, you know, like, the thing about tennis and, like, getting any kind of lessons in New York is that, like, you can get any kind of lesson you want because there are so many people willing to teach you. There's a lot of skilled, like, young people that are willing to teach you for, like, cheap and for cash, like, instead of through a program where you have to, like, yeah. pay money and, and like, have it actually taxed. <laughs> You know, like, you can just go right, and pick right. up any college student and be like, hey, can you teach my kid how to, like, hit this ball back and forth for the next hour? I'll, I'll give you cash. And they'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, <laughs> and so, so that's what my parents did. Like, that's how they taught me piano. That's how they gave me tennis lessons. Um, and then, you know, we go, we so go down funny. to South Jersey and there's only, like, programs through specific avenues where like you have to cut an actual check it's a lot more expensive there's not as many people around to actually give and teach these skills and there's no space for it like there's no parks down in south jersey yeah. so uh it was it was a very different experience and so uh i tried to join tennis in like a club in in middle school but it was just like there were 10 kids which is a lot for a an hour tennis program where like before I was getting one-on-one -on -one, one to two lessons so I, I do I do know a lot about tennis actually and I, I do like playing it a lot um so we should we should play once this shit is over dude I'll, I'll teach you again I would literally love that <laughs> holy shit I would literally love that, that yeah so oh my god wait I love that <laughs> literally same Ugh, look at this. Oh my god! Place. Like a fucking pair of country club idiots. <laughs> <laughs> club I, I'm gonna fit in with the bourgeoisie with tennis. Um, That's so funny. Here's another question. Uh, what was the thing you fell back into as a coping mechanism? So what was like the old thing? I feel like everyone kind of fell back into their middle school selves in some way. So what was that thing that reminded you of your middle school self? Jeez. Um, something that reminded me of my middle school self, I think, um, when I started collecting Squishmallows. <laughs> Dude, I have so many. I have so many. It's like literally oh shameful. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, I, okay, so, like, I was on TikTok. I think TikTok is also um, something that it, it is interesting to look at because it's, like, very reminiscent of Vine, which is, like, very reminiscent of mm -hmm. 2016. But it's also, like, very reminiscent of, like, me being obsessed with a social media platform. Like, almost akin to, like, how I was when I first joined Tumblr in 2012, 2013? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, whatever, TikTok. And then I somehow ended up on Squishmallow <laughs> TikTok of, like, all these people being like, look at all these Squishmallows that I'm buying. So then I was like, huh, those are so cute, but, like, I don't have the room, nor do I want them, nor do I, like, want to spend mm -hmm. money on them. And then I like went to five below and I was like, okay, I'm obsessed. <laughs> and like, was just like obsessed with having as many as I could and like having a specific one that I really wanted and like hunting it down and being like, oh, where can oh I find God. it? Like for the cheapest. And like, when I get it, like, what am I going to yeah. do with it? You know, look at it. Okay. <laughs> but um, I was kind of, I was kind of that way in middle school with pillow pets oh i i still have my pillow pet i have one pillow pet <laughs> yeah panda. i have a panda which i think i used in college <laughs> all through college i i have i have mine that i used in college oh the unicorn the pink one. Oh my god i remember it now holy shit 
Just me being 25 years old and sleeping with stuffed animals, but you know what? At least Whatever. you have a license. <laughs> I said at least you have a license. I feel like it all balances out, you know, like being an adult. No, Stop. like, I'm, I'm for real. Like, it literally <laughs> does balance out. Like, yeah. maybe I have the video game sensibilities of a 13-year-old white boy, but <laughs> at least at least I have... I don't know, uh, a savings account. You know what I mean? Like it balances out. It all, it all, yeah, it yeah, all yeah. kind of, right. It, it, it nets to nets neutral. That's, so that's so funny. I didn't, I've never thought of it that way, but I guess, <laughs> um, also, what? um, Anne and I started watching SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. So, so Anne has never seen SpongeBob. Um, so <laughs> I would like make SpongeBob references <laughs> And ugh, I'm trying to think of one that I would make, and she would have no fucking idea what I was talking about. I've like definitely made the wombo <laughs> reference, the like he, she, we wombo. We. Um, there was one that I was making all the fucking time, and she was like, "What is that <gasps> from?" And I would, I would be like, "Excuse me, what, you <laughs> what is this from?" So. For whatever reason, I, like, put on an episode, and she was like, why is this show so good? And I was like, yeah, dude, Spongebob is fucking amazing. So we were, like, blasting through Spongebob. Like, we finished season two in, like, a day. We finished season three. I think we're still on it, but, like, we're so close to finishing it. And I'm like, I can't believe... I think I tweeted this. I was like, I can't believe I reverted back to my Spongebob, uh... My SpongeBob obsession at the ripe age of twenty-five years old, and it's so funny because it's like so many people that we know, like um, some girl that we went to school with, like replied to me and was like, "I have never grown out of that phase." <laughs> it's it's so good, dude. I uh, I just like I also make a lot of SpongeBob references. I try not to because I feel like it's low culture um but oh my god stop but also yeah <laughs> i mean it kind of is and i just don't want to be like you you remember that one spongebob episode like i can't that can't be my whole personality dude because it, it really could be it's like a little bit cringy, yeah exactly um especially being 25 years old like at 25 years old i feel like you're supposed to like have a 401k and be like investing money in the stock market no. and like <laughs> four to five people that i graduated high school with like have bought houses and like more than that are engaged babies so I feel like there are babies maybe, like, on my on my instagram timeline yeah. and they're like look at these babies that we had in quarantine i get texts now in the group chat that are like i'm pregnant and i'm like uh, what am i supposed to say to this huh what am I supposed to say? Congratulations? Uh, I, what the fuck? You go. Remember, this reminds me of that time. That reminds me of this episode of Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say to that group chat. <laughs> this reminds me of that episode of Spongebob where Spongebob and Patrick are married and try to raise a clam together. <laughs> clam? Fuck. That episode is so good, dude. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Dude, why am I why am I obsessed with SpongeBob? Why is it still so funny? That sh- those those bits slap. My here's the thing. Also Some some of the episodes are so fucking funny. I'm like, these are insane. Right. right? My mom yeah. will make SpongeBob yeah. references where she'll like Every now and then, just be like, why, Spongebob, why? (laughs) She won't shut up. Like, my mom will do a bit, but she will keep doing it until someone gives her a reaction. So she'll stand in the kitchen, no one around, and just be like, why, Spongebob, why? I'm dying. That's literally me. I'm not kidding you. I will keep doing a bit until someone acknowledges me. It just, it just kills me. It kills me. Spongebob is like the one show that my parents like also found funny. So it was like the show that we watched a lot in our house. It's just so good. It's so mm-hmm. good, dude. I'm, I love it. I love it. Yeah, Spongebob is the best. So whatever. My, some, 
perhaps my television habits have reverted back to the fifth grade, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, what about you, Aaron? Any? Uh, I. What have you reverted? One back thing to? that I have reverted back to shamefully, which I think I actually talked about pre-quarantine, so I don't know if it counts, but I have definitely been on my fanfiction bullshit. Um. Oh yeah. It's real bad. I, I'm gonna be honest, like I created a new pseudonym and I am posting under that pseudonym and I am back on AO3, so that's how that's the point that I'm at. I'm Do gonna not find look it. for it, because I will kill you. I I'm will literally, literally on my murder way you for it. Um and then uh <laughs> the the other one that I, I actually wanted to talk about um was the fact that my music taste has reverted back. Um, so this year I have not shared my Spotify year in review because it is shameful, but, um, I mean, aside <laughs> from my top five songs, like, the other songs that are on there, I am so surprised by. I am back on my middle school punk pop, uh, rock shit. Like, MCR has once again re-entered right. my top 100 list, um, and some other wow. bands have re-entered my top 100 list that I am very surprised by their presence. It has been really... <laughs> oh, my middle school self has really made herself <clears throat> known and, and re-emerged. Like, I... I didn't listen to a lot of Limp Bizkit in middle school, but the fact that Limp Bizkit is on my fucking top songs for 2020, I am just like... Holy shit. Limp, Limp Biscuit. Like, I feel like that's a breaking point for me. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. That's insane. That's insane. And I've listened to a lot of music. Like, um, I've listened to 80,000, over 80,000 hour, uh, I mean, oh my god, uh, minutes of songs on Spotify. I think that's how they, they measure that by, right? Minutes? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, I listen to over 80k worth of minutes on Spotify, so the fact that these songs are on my top means that I've really listened to a lot of them. A lot! Oh my god. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, we also started watching Twilight again. We, oh. Anne and I watched Twilight. Uh... It, all the movies. All the movies. We we talked about doing that in my group chat she as well. <laughs> Rewatching Twilight. I feel like yeah, a lot of people so are. I don't... Yeah, I feel like everyone kind of reverted back uh, and started watching Twilight at some point over mm-hmm. quarantine. Um, but Anne had never seen it. So it was like so fun introducing her to Twilight and being like, oh my god, like, so I saw this one in theaters at midnight. <laughs> And like I was so excited about oh this one, God. and um, we watched the last two so recently, and we were like watching the part one, yes. on part one, and it like ended with her like Loki dying, <laughs> but like right. maybe not, and then waking up again. And we finished it. I remember it was like eleven o'clock, and Anne was like, "We have to watch the second one. We have to watch part two right now." And I was like, "Dude, it's the middle of the night, please." And she was like, "We have to at least start it." Oh my god! <laughs> so we were like obsessively watching the part oh one. Oh my and part god! Two. I love that for y'all. And it was just like so fun. It was so fun because I remember like seeing it in theaters and like being really excited mm-hmm. about it. Um, like as a high schooler. And then, like, kind of watching it, like, you know, a couple years later and then a couple years after that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this rewatch, I was like, oh, I am enjoying this so much more and I don't know why. <laughs> like, it was just so funny. Twilight experiencing, like, this retroactive, nostalgic, uh, like, renaissance is so funny to me. Like... The fact that people are talking about the Twilight canon, I don't think I'd ever hear that in a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, canonically, this is a Twilight, this is a thing yeah. that happens in the Twilight universe. And I, it makes me think of that text post that's, like, talking- It I, I saw it on Tumblr, actually, and it was, like, talking about the way that uh, Twilight vampires work, and, like, a mechanism as part of the Twilight vampires. And then someone replied, like, no, you idiot! Vampires can't be out in the daytime, and someone else, and the OP replied, going, 
it's it's like I can deliver a sick burn and say you've obviously clearly never read Twilight, but that's not a sick burn on you. That's a sick burn on myself for saying something like that. <laughs> but it's like it's so funny that like that has become such a now widely accepted and more like I guess beloved series considering the like harsh backlash it received upon becoming a movie like I feel like it was like pretty universally loved by its readers when it was just a book and like just a book series and then it got turned into movies that just absolutely exploded it got a shit ton of backlash and for years it was just kind of like this like yeah, I like Twilight back in the day kind of thing. And now it's like, oh yeah, of course I watched Twilight back in the day. I love that shit. I feel like it's sort of along the same lines as, um, you know, liking One mm-hmm. Direction. Or, um, I'm trying to think of another instance that's like... The point is this. that girls are right, um, <laughs> always. <laughs> Right. I think it has a lot to do with, like, internalized misogyny, which, like, I won't, uh, I don't want to get into it, but, like, yeah, like, back in the day, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I watched Twilight, but, like, it's just, like, kind of, you know, meanwhile, it's like, oh, I'm actually enjoying this thing that I like. Of course, in the year 2020, everything is upside down and topsy-turvy and Twilight is now high fucking art. Okay, well, not high fucking art, but you get what I mean. Like, it's socially acceptable to like Twilight, <laughs> but not Harry Potter anymore. Ha <laughs> You bitches. No, fuck Harry Potter. Sorry if you like Harry Liz, Potter. Did you, did you ever think there would be a day where Twilight would trump Harry Potter? I did not think it was going to happen. No, honest to God, I literally did not ever think but here we are here we fucking are look at us yeah hey look at us so bizarre (laughs) (laughs) yeah so bizarre dude the wildest shit i uh i cannot believe it 2020 was wild to say the least um do we want yeah um another question that i have is what was the point that you realized 2020 was going to be just complete madness? Like, what was the turning point for you where you were like, mm, this is too much? Or like, this is... Um, when my grand... What? Oh, when my, uh... grandmother... When my grandmother died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was really bizarre because, um, I like won't get into it too badly, but like, my grandmother had cancer and was like going through chemotherapy treatments and at the time was living alone by herself and um she was just like not eating and could not shouldn't Mm -hmm. be living alone so she was in a rehab facility getting chemotherapy treatments everything was looking good and like we me and my mom would go see her like almost every day Like, we were, like, constantly in and out of these Mm. rehab places. My mother herself was, like, in and out of the hospital a bunch of times with my Mm. grandma. Um, And I remember, like, when this shit started and my mom being, like, hey, maybe you should wear a mask, like, when we go see her. Um, And, like, take – because I remember we would, like, go see her in this rehab facility and there would be, like, a box of masks, like, Mm -hmm. sitting at the desk. And my mom being, like, take three. Like, make sure you have three. Um, and I'd be like, okay, like just to like hoard yeah. them, I guess. Um, and then it getting really mm-hmm. bad, and like one day being able to go see her, and then the next day the rehab being like, oh no, no one's allowed in anymore. And like I think that was the point that I was like, oh fuck, this is really bad. Ah. <laughs> and then and then I like thought it would get better. Like I was like, oh maybe perhaps it'll get better. And it, it never has. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I hate that. Yeah. Just so, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I think like I was thinking about this question less about myself and more about, like, the 2020, like, just as I see it, like, the news and, like, on my Twitter feed and how 
everything has happened. And I think yeah. the point where I was like, this year is a parody, uh, is when, first of all, uh, Bon Appetit fell. Like, the absolute fall oh God, of yeah. Bon Appetit. Like, I did not think it was possible, but here we are. Uh, but Dude, it was like a collapse of an Yeah, empire. dude, I just... It was insane. I was already... I mean, I had... I, I admittedly cooked some Bon Appetit recipes. I still do, because some of them are really good. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a culinary yeah, magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I really enjoyed their content, but, like, I wasn't... I was also a little bit critical, because I was like, some of these things that they say... Like, they had Christina on... I think that was her name, the Korean girl um, that was on, and she talked. She made a recipe, yeah. and she talked about it, like some of the cultural stuff. But I was like, that doesn't sound actually accurate. Like some of these things you're saying more or less apply to like general Asian stuff, but actually like aren't really specific to Korea. They don't really apply in the context that you're talking about it. Like I don't know how if that kind of makes sense. But she had like brought up a couple of things and I was like mm, actually I don't think that like culinarily speaking that's ne- like accurate to actual Korean like gastronomy if that makes sense like I I don't think that that really applies there so I was like I don't know if she's actually like the best uh, uh, reference point frame of reference for Korean cuisine like that was my only that was like one right. uh, thing that I had. Brad had done a couple of ep- like had done an episode about kimchi that was like completely fucking batshit. I watched that and like I broke into hives. I my mom watched it. She broke into hives. Like it was just it was real bad. So I was like, uh, you know, I'm critical of Bon Appetit, but I, I otherwise thought it was a pretty good channel. And then, you know, it turns out they were paying their fucking people of color, and that fucking sucks. So, uh. Yeah, I think also part saying. of that is just the fact that people now knew Conde Nast. Like, I feel like people before did not know. I, I only knew about it because uh, my job beforehand was being a uh, account manager for a bunch of restaurants in New York City. So I ended up learning a lot about, like, the restaurant right. industry. And... Conde Nast being one of the biggest magazines and magazine head company like for a bunch of publications not just Bon Appetit like it just became part of my knowledge of the industry and like the fact that it is now part of the cultural consciousness consciousness is like so weird because now people kind of associate it with being racist and problematic (laughs) Right, right. That just, it was, it's just like insane. Because it's like a a combination of like supporting black and indigenous people of color in real material ways, calling out a company as big as Bon Appetit and just proving that like, uh, it's, racism's going to bite you in the ass. And I, I'm the, the subsequent fall of a bunch of different companies that came out of, a lot uh, a lot of like transparency about pay is really interesting it was really interesting to see i think every single industry across the board has like suffered and i live for that shit dog (laughs) yeah yeah i think this year i mean i feel like we've always kind of known that like the United States of America is a shitting mess mm-hmm. and like we sit here on our high horse and we're like oh we're the best country in the world and like look at us we're a powerhouse and like um you get the most opportunities here and it's like the best to live here um and I feel like there's been a lot of instances this year where it's become overwhelmingly obvious that like there are a lot of things that aren't mm-hmm. great about this country like this country fucking sucks um we're not the greatest country in the world and uh where am i where am i going with this i think that this year alone really shows like how unstable we are as a country i feel like this country uh, is not meant to last yeah (laughs) if that makes sense so i think like instances like that became like 
blaringly mm-hmm. obvious, like with this, with Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just like the wealth disparity between like the working class and the upper class. The uh, Nancy Pelosi being worth over a hundred million dollars, and then saying on the Senate, uh, on the Congress floor, that um, their offer of six hundred dollars for every person in the United States is meaningful for working families. Just like it's that six hundred dollars, six hundred dollars would not cover the cost of Nancy Pelosi's haircut that she went to go get. <laughs> however many months ago in the midst of a global pandemic i'm not kidding it it won't fucking cover the cost of that haircut and she's they the government is going to send us a 600 dollars stimulus check and i'm saying that with air quotes to cover nine months worth of debt rent groceries it's embarrassing. It's genuinely embarrassing, and I hate living in this it, country. It the end. fucking sucks, dude. It fucking sucks. Uh, anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, wait. So a follow-up a follow up to this question. What event or thing happened this year that made you go, huh, maybe living life isn't so bad? Did you have something like that? Um... I, uh, I think I did when I moved out. I was able to, I I did delay moving out because of the pandemic, but once I did, I really found a rhythm for myself that was, like, very independent of other people. Like, I've lived, uh, so I've, I've moved out before and I've, like, lived on my own before, but I've, it's always been, like, some shitty-ass apartment, like, terrible conditions, and I've always felt, and I, it's always been, like, with six other fucking people in, like, a tiny-ass space. And so I've always felt, like, I've never felt like it was truly, like, a place where I could settle down and, like, call home. Um, but I've actually moved into a, an apartment that I personally really like, and I, like, I love the neighborhood. It's a really nice place. Uh, I'm part of the Tenants Association and like everyone there is super supportive. They give you all kinds of tips as to how to like just make sure that management is always like in their place and doing the right thing and and doing right by you as a tenant, um, like what your rights are. I really like the space. I think that it's you know, my, my, my apartment in particular is rent controlled as well. So, you know, I'm never, I'm not going to have to pay more, more than I am out of my means to. Um, so I just, I'm really happy with it and I'm very excited to continue living there. Um, cause I, I really think that it's, it's made things very comfortable for me and I have done and started a lot of things that I felt like I couldn't do at home um, because one, I am not out (laughs) and just like two, it's a really different environment. Like I just can't, I can't cook for myself. Like I had to, I had to cook dinner today and I had to think about four mouths that I have to feed. Whereas like when I'm by myself, like at the very least, all I have to do is worry about myself, which is just so much nicer. It is just so much easier to not have to like think about because it like thinking about everyone's palettes what they're gonna like i i I don't know how i'm gonna have a family ever if i ever do like that shit is stressful i don't i I almost fucking choked out my brother because i was like shut the fuck up i'm making dinner shut up oh my god that's so funny (laughs) yeah living different really do just it's so so good dude so good i um my no just like thank god i can't wait to go back i'm very excited to not be home (laughs) for the i I know it's the holidays or whatever but uh whatever Whatever. i'm excited to go move back once 2021 hits oh yeah it's gonna hit hell yeah you know uh, what were you going to say? I think mine was when Phoebe Bridgers and Maggie Rogers released their cover of Iris. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, there is good in this Dude, world. that shit slaps so hard. So hard. 
Yeah, that song is insane. I'm literally oh obsessed. God. They really, they really popped off. I, I'm crying. That that shit was so good. That was like a good couple of days where I would just have that on repeat in my AirPods while I was like, I don't know, cleaning the bathroom. Oh yeah, I mean. It was, like, really exciting because they covered that, and it was insane. And then Joe Biden won the election, and it was, like, in the whole year of 2020, I feel like that was the moment where I was, like, oh, maybe things will be good. (laughs) Maybe there is hope. Like, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe there is hope. I love, I love Um, it. Yeah. Well, 2020, we lived through we, it. We did it. I'm proud of everyone. Liz, I'm proud of you. We we made it out. I'm proud thank of you, you Liz. We really did make it out. And thank you to everyone who listens religiously. Like, it really means the world to us. <laughs> um, it's exciting to think of, like, other people listening to what we have to say, even if it's sometimes nonsensical. <laughs> It's it's still it's still really nice. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah, I can't believe y'all listen to us. Thank you so much. I we really appreciate it. I I'm in shock. I don't know. It's just, I've, I I'm fucking in shock too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really exciting and it's really means the world to both of us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We'll be back in 2021. On our bullshit. Um, back on our bullshit talking about stupid shit that don't matter, <laughs> but someone's going to want to hear it. Yeah, so thanks for listening to our last episode of Retrograde for 2020. Uh, we really appreciate it, as Liz so well articulated. Um, you can... <laughs> you can follow us on instagram at retrograde the podcast or on twitter at pod retrograde we upload new episodes every monday and we will uh talk to you again in 2021 baby thanks for listening happy, happy new, new year everyone thanks for listening bye i give up forever to touch you I know that you feel me somehow You're the closest to heaven I'll ever be And I don't want to go home right now All I can taste is this moment And all I can breathe is your life And soon I'll